With so many people out there recording stories, putting their stories out there, tell your story, such a catch cry these days. The issue is that it, it can get very easy for you to share too much and sound too needy in your stories and your content and does the opposite of attracting clients. I'm going to show you a good example of what not to do and what to do properly with your stories today. Welcome to Storytelling Secrets. This is the podcast for coaches, consultants, and course creators who want to unlock their core stories and use their stories to sell more online. It's a place to master persuasion and influence so you can build a deep relationship with your audience. And it's a place where real-world marketing strategies, tips, and lessons are shared freely. If that interests you, then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Jules Dan, and I've battled my way from being a broke group fitness instructor to a full-time, in-demand, freelance email copywriter. Now, I'm ready to get to work. Follow along on my journey as I share my everyday hard-won lessons. I'm Jules Dan, and this is Storytelling Secrets. Hey, this is Jules Dan from Storytelling Secrets. Glad you're here with me. Uh, you've probably noticed I didn't record this on the Monday, I didn't publish it on Monday and you probably sound I'm a little bit more clogged up than normal, so yeah, apologies for that, you know, just didn't quite have the voice to record, but today's a goodie because you're going to want to listen to today's episode. Um, this is going to be especially helpful if you're getting out there and you're recording lots of content or you're putting stories out to the world, just like Russell Brunson teaches, hook story off, hook story offer. Um or even if you're just using stories for, for branding purposes or whatever, um, because this is a mistake, an authenticity trap mistake I see so, so many people make. Um, but let me give you a bit of backdrop first. So this is a really good book that if you haven't gone already, it's called The 48 Laws of Power by Robert Greene. Um, just a preface, if, if you read this, don't think you're going to be, uh, you're not going to, how should I put this? <laughs> The book is reflects a lot of things that say con artists or people have used to grab power in history that are a bit cunning. Um, but the main thing is for you to understand how you don't get tricked yourself, but also, you know, how do you not fall into these traps where people can take advantage of you? I think that's the main thing what I just said. Um, but it's a great manual for just understanding power dynamics in our world because the world isn't a fair place and we don't use violence anymore to grab power. We use psychology and psychological battles. So, man, it's a powerful stuff. But law, law number four, I'm babbling on a bit here. Law number four, I'm going to touch on a little story and how this is relevant. It's always say less than necessary. And it says, when you are trying to impress people with words, the more you say, the more common you appear and less in control. Even if you are saying something banal, it will seem original if you make it vague, open-ended and sphinx-like. Powerful people impress and intimidate by saying less. The more you say, the more likely you are to say something foolish. Okay, I think that last bit's so powerful. The more you say, the more likely you are to say something foolish. Um, and that's why it is never a good idea to just go on a rant when you're really emotionally rattled on like a Facebook Live or something. And I'll explain why, okay? Um, and I'm not just going to, and I'm not going to rant here as well. I'm going to give you an actual takeaway. So the, the other day I, I was on LinkedIn and there was this person, right? Okay, so they, they, they normally do short, 
motivational post, one to two minutes, and they have positioned themselves as this branding expert. They help other people with their branding. And this video really just took me by surprise because being authentic doesn't mean you give full disclosure of all your problems. And on the surface, this post looked like a, hey, I'm being vulnerable. And vulnerability is so damn powerful in your stories with a caveat, if you can show a transformation, right? People want to see your scars, not your wounds. That is directly from Zig Ziglar. And this is what comes back to what my, my mentor Pete says all the time. Um, it's you have to have things that you want to reveal in your story that serve a strategic objective. Okay, it does not make sense if you are a bedwetter <laughs> to tell everyone that you wet the bed. And just because you're not, um, just because you're being strategic, doesn't mean you're being sincere. We we just need to keep in mind. You know, is this a will me revealing this problem serve my audience, especially if you haven't gone through that um, problem and transformed or transcended and can give something actionable and give some inspire, uh, inspirational hope for your audience. That is so, such a key thing. Wouldn't you agree? Um, your stories need to have that purpose. It's not supposed to be bleeding out onto social media seeking sympathy. Now, here's the difference, okay? So, this person's post, they went on camera and they said, guys, you know, I was going to shoot this video, but then I got ready, I had the camera ready, and I just couldn't say anything motivational. I couldn't find the energy. And I was just shaking the head, really defeated body language. I just, I just couldn't do it today. And that was it. No questions. And then everyone in the comments are like, oh, I hope you feel better. Oh, you create such videos, great videos all the time. Um, And this is what I've gone back on the start, okay? People want to see your scars and not your wounds. And I'm going to explain why creating a story like this is not a good idea, especially if you want to be positioning yourself as the expert. Because what you're actually doing is, think about it, you're silently saying to people, I need your external validation to help me get through this bad day. Because if you're trying to persuade people with your stories, when you, if you're actually doing a sympathy post like this or a you know bloody wound story sort of post, it's bad positioning if you're that person because if you're meant to be teaching this sort of stuff, like this branding person, it's very incongruent. And you know not everyone will see that incongruency, but the really good clients they will spot that incongruency. It does not make sense, you know. It, doesn't make sense if you see an overweight um, personal trainer trying to sell the latest fat, fat loss <laughs> or you see a personal trainer they're like, guys, I went off the rails, you know, I, I was just binge eating for two weeks and then a week later they come out with a fat loss product. <laughs> It'd be amazing if it actually worked but if they were still overweight, it wouldn't work. That's an extreme example but um, get my point. Number two is... It attracts a similar type of person or client into your world. All right, so I need your external validation. That's a needy thing, right? We And have you ever experienced a needy client? Always question you, always wanting to double check if this is correct. 
you know, just don't trust you in the process. They're really difficult to work with. Um, this is obviously a generalization. I can't guarantee that this person is going to be attracting needed clients, but generally speaking, that is, you know, like attracts like. That's the energy you're putting out onto social media if you're doing some of these sympathy post stories. Number three is that it doesn't inspire hope and action in your content. That's that's really crucial because we should be trying to do that. Um, it, it, it says that you're not emotionally strong enough to deal with your your thoughts and feelings off camera. And I'm, I probably sound super harsh. I probably sound very cynical to some of you. I may have even lost some loyal listeners of Storytelling Secrets. But this is the truth, okay, guys? This is, this is what happens when you don't show a transformation inside of a story and you just show a bloody wound. Um, but here's what she should have done, okay? So I'm not going to be fully cynical. Here's what she should have done to make this into a much, much better story that would have attracted better clients that would have been more congruent with her brand and shown that she's a very strong person. People attack, attracted to strength and leaders. So number one, gone through the experience and the pain, write that down on paper, reflect how it went. Number two, come up with a solution to that problem of not feeling inspired on camera because people are looking for solutions, easy solutions to complex problems, <laughs> as my mentor says. Um, and then three, show up the next day, feel a bit better about yourself, you know, go do your meditation, go do your journaling, reset, then when you start talking on camera, show your empathy by explaining how you felt on camera. Guys, I, you know, the other day I went on camera and just everything I tried was just not working. I got ready, had a shower, um, tried to make myself look nice. But every time I, I, I was talking to the camera, it just wouldn't work. Maybe you've been there before. But here's the thing and here's how I got through it and how it's going to help you guys too. And that's how you transition into how you got through it. Can you see the difference how this is not a sympathy post anymore? This is how you inspire people, okay? This is how you bond with your audience. This is how you reflect. You are the expert. You've been there before. There is absolutely no neediness in this kind of story. Um, And this formula works, okay? I've tried it uh, many, many times inside of my email list. I don't want to talk about myself too much, but... Instead of just, because here's the thing with an email list, some people treat it like a diary, you know, what's going on in their life right now. Whereas I, I kind of do these, uh, here's a little, I'm going a bit off on a side thing, but I think it'd be really relevant. So if I'm, what I like to do is if I'm going through something right now, but I know it'll be good, a good piece of content, what I'll do is I'll write an email to myself in the future as if I have actually finished it. I have gone through it. Um, so a particular problem and one particular problem I had for instance was that um, I I didn't have any time to finish any side projects I was always doing client stuff client stuff client stuff and and I just it it comes in the day I'm like far out like I don't have any time to build my list I don't have any time to do SEO I don't have any time to do extra content on my website I I was just getting really annoyed (laughs) I went to YouTube, it was Friday night, I had a lot of whiskey and uh, I watched a video about habits and because I've, I've read Atomic Habits once or twice, never actually stuck to it but I was determined to actually make a, a plan out of this 
after the video. And that's the only thing I said, if I watch this video, I'm in a drunken haze, but if as long as I make a plan the next day I execute it, I'll be happy. And so I wrote that email to myself in the future. I went through that actual plan and executed every day for about 30 days. Did not miss it. And I came back to that email, uh, made a few changes, but it was pretty on point. Um, and then sent it out. And that was one of the best stories I've had. People saying like, I've watched that video and it really kicked me in the, in the butt to get started. Or even my coach said, you really inspired me to you know make a bit of a change in my life too. Um, all because... I didn't just say, oh, I got drunk on Friday and, you know, guys, I'm thinking about um, doing this habit thing and I don't know, what do you think? That's just screams neediness, um, sympathy posts, like definitely not. So there's two little takeaways here. Number one is that story structure to go through if you're going through something painful in your business or in your life and you want to share it with social media, go through it. Write down the pain on, on write down the pain on on a piece of paper first. Come up with a solution of um, how you're going to get through that, or if you did get through it, write it down how you got through it. Um, if it's in the short term, come up, show up the next day, and then show some empathy for people watching it and transition to how you got through it. Or if it's something a bit more longer term, you know, it's not going to get solved overnight. Okay, write the problem down, capture how you feel, and put it in the folder folder. Uh, like content for the future, content for later, and write it as if you've ha- you already have completed, you've gone through that transformation, and you you already know the outcome of what it's going to be like. That is powerful stuff. I I, I didn't read it from anywhere. I just kind of just tested to see if that would work. Um, I worked on it was just on a small scale, but um, other than that, you know. <laughs> Hope you enjoy my little clogged up episode. Uh, probably going to sound a lot better next week. But other than that, um, we're going to have a really good Thursday show with Mark Evans. We're going to talk about all about using the story to... Uh, he helps a lot of companies that have a similar product to differentiate themselves with their story. So definitely want to check around for that. But other than that, thanks a lot for tuning in to Storytelling Secrets this week. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a review on iTunes. Send it to support at Jules Dan. I'm more than happy to read your name out. Give your company uh, a shout out on the episode too. And other than that, thanks a lot for tuning in to Storytelling Secrets. I'll see you on Thursday. Bye for now.